Keep on trucking. Ugh. <laughs> Leave those in, Paul. <laughs> haven't got one yet. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Paul. And I'm Chelsea, and welcome to 3 to Beam Up. And today we're going to be talking about the episode Mirror, Mirror. excited this week because we so rarely get to watch and talk about a truly iconic episode, <laughs> one that is good and one that makes history, um, both in terms of the Star Trek universe as a whole, but also in terms of pop culture, um, it influencing so many uh, other genres and so many other uh, fan areas and series as a whole i mean goatees are forever the evil counterpart of everything exactly <laughs> am, I, am i am i supposed to be leaning into this one um you don't have to you can <laughs> tell me dis- tell me more with chelsea tell disagree me more <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to gauge if i'm supposed to be playing into a bit or if no i think chelsea's no. been very sincere <laughs> I am being very <laughs> sincere. It was nominated for a Hugo Award. It was. And I think it's it's in my top like five episodes of all time. I love this episode. Wow. Okay, Ooh, Abby, I want to know wh- whose side you're on. <laughs> Do you hate right. this episode, Paul? Yes. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like I'm, I'm immediately on the defensive, but yes. <laughs> you um, do? I don't hate this episode. I don't hate this episode. I hate this trope. Um, but it's the but, but they invented hate, the trope. Yeah, they invented the this thing. trope. And okay, so can the trope is because they invented it. It's their thing. Like you can't hate the original, right? Yeah, yeah because this is the problem that, that every it. no, because those are just derivatives of this original. Yeah, band. they're the original awesome. No, <laughs> okay. Wrong. So let's let's mention we're we're not even jumping the gun much because the episode starts. They're in a thunderstorm on a planet, and they're like, "Hmm, I guess we should look up every once in a while." And they're like, "We have some dilithium. Do you want it?" And they're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Too bad you can't have it." And they're like, "Oh, I guess bye then." And they teleport away, and then Mirror Mirror starts. They're in an alternate universe, as Kirk says, a dot 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 parallel. <laughs> um. That is just, oh man. So the problem I have it with oh. this trope. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Continue. Uh, so the problem I have with this trope, um, right, is is it's this like armchair read on many worlds interpretations of things like quantum physics um, that would have been very you know pop sci in the '60s, '70s. Right, right. Um, but it also so. I had remembered that I had read an article about this. I've always hated this, but I had read an article. I just went back and found it. Uh, it is an article on Cracked, of all places, um, that is titled uh, Six Classic Kids Shows Secretly Set in Nightmarish Universes. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, the, other, the, other, the other five are great, too. Um, but this one specifically talks about Darkwing Duck. <gasps> I love that series. show. You love Darkwing I Duck. I did. remember it. I loved it so much. I watched it all the time. So Darkwing Duck has one of these mirror mirror universes, right? That is the direct derivative of this trope. Uh, the Negaverse, I think is what it is. Is that what it is? 
it's sure it doesn't matter continue um but this article lays out that like darkwing by having this negaverse the darkwing duck universe has no free will um that none of the characters have any free will as a product of having one of these because everything in their lives has been has to be scripted such that like kirk's parents gave birth to him at exactly the same way at exactly the same time uh, in both these universes that like the constraints of those two universes um, i don't think any of that is true well everyone has a double right well the fact that everyone is born in both universes is the one problematic problem (laughs) it depends on how you look at mirror universes as far as i'm concerned i think it depends on how you look at the science because there's the or the the non-science Really, let's be the let's, science fiction. The, let's just the science I mean, fiction. It, yeah, it can be science fiction. Yeah, let's like, toss that out there. It depends on how you kind of how that that mirror universe works in your specific brand of science fiction. Is it just that um, when you make different choices, when you have separate choices, and like the the universe kind of splits off when you make those different choices? So there are like millions upon millions upon millions of mirror universes, and so right. some are going to be really really close, some are going to be really far away, and it just kind of depends. And then just science and this one happens fiction to be happens, close. and this one happens to be pretty close, except for a few different. You know, the the brutality is different. But, like, I would argue, I mean, Spock is basically the same. Okay, Spock is the one character who, yes, and we'll talk about Spock a lot, is the exact same same character. He is the. I love Spock so much. I love Spock. I love Mirror Spock. I love Normal Spock. I love Mirror Spock too. No, Spock is is great in this episode. All Spocks are great in this episode. Oh my god, Spock is the best. He's okay. You know what, but, Chelsea? Um, no, no one's asking you. He's not my I, favorite. Bones is my favorite. You're wrong. Per oh, well, usual. yes, but you're wrong. Bones does but nothing yes. in this episode. He's not yes, even on he screen. Does. <laughs> he does. He does like one thing. Okay, do I need to go into Bones now or Bones later? Hold on, I want to. I want to. I want to yes. talk to Abby's point. But I think Abby, Abby, your point is is kind of exactly that sort of read that like that very sci-fi driven read of this that like every choice that's ever been made has some parallel universe where that's diverged, right? This, mm-hmm. this whole idea. Um, the problem is when you start to, to, to say, well, these universes have to at least be consistent. Um, that if the choice is, every single choice up to this point has been the same, and now right before this, they cross over, everybody decides to be a jerk. Um, that's what it would sort of have to take to have this universe have all these people in it. Like, if they went to it and a whole bunch of the people they know are dead and there's different people in it by virtue of all these events happening differently in the past, that's fine. But to have it be the same people just with, like you said, the difference is brutality. Um, when they capture their doubles, it's like, oh, yeah, it's so easy to capture them. Like, this universe would not have held together. They would not have had an empire. They would not have had all this sort of stuff um, if this is the way they'd been running it forever. Right, well, didn't the Mirror Universe diverge when Hitler won World War II? They don't talk about it in the episode, though. But isn't that established in, like, some other series? I have no idea, honestly. Enterprise, maybe? So Star Trek does lean into this, and Space Nine has a whole bunch of of the Mirror Mirror Universe. universe. Yeah, I think it's in everything Uh, except Voyager, right? um, Yeah, I think it might be. It might That might be true. It's in Disco, it's in Enterprise, it's in Deep Space Nine, it's in TNG, it's in TOS. yeah. But, I mean, it's one of those where, as a singular story, like as a short story, it kind of works a little bit. But then, as soon as you start to dissect it, it falls apart. And it is, I you find it problematic. You don't have to in, dissect it. 
you can just enjoy it and be happy. That I think there you can enjoy it once spots. as one short story. The fact that this False. spawned all of this and they're like, oh, yeah, we have to keep doing this over and well, over again in all of our shows. Because it's awesome. And because everybody likes awesome, it except for you. One. But two, there has to be something about this universe that keeps attracting. Like these two universes have to be, I don't know the most similar or something well, the argument would be where they keep crossing over. I can make a counter argument that there's only two. There's only two universes. And, and this is the one they two. interact with is because it's the only other one. But I don't think right. that's true. In my, they, in my universe, there are more than just these two. It's just those two are the closest, so they tend to cross over because science fiction. Right? So, okay, <laughs> let's put it out there. So Miles O'Brien uh, in Deep Space Nine, uh, who is... In the mirror, he has a double in the mirror universe. He goes to the mirror universe here and there. He'd yeah. also worked on the Enterprise with uh, Picard uh, mm-hmm. and, and that whole crew. The things that, that evil Kirk and evil Spock and all of those people are doing in this universe right now don't preclude Miles O'Brien from being born on Earth in the future and living the exact same life up to the point that the doubles run into each other, right? So the universes are so similar that everybody still gets born at the same date and is still evil but them being evil doesn't change anything it's such a weird right it's paradoxical it is paradoxical but it doesn't mean i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) well like i said i like the episode i hate this trope i I, I feel like it's such a it's a very lazy (laughs) trope i no, Um, it's not because they invented it they, they can invent a bad trope. <laughs> they could, no, look, it's there's going to be bad trope. episodes. It's think how much entertainment it spawned, and that alone makes it valuable. I don't think it did, though, because I think all these derivatives are also fairly bad. All the way down to Darkwing Duck. All no. the way down to Darkwing Duck. But anyway, this particular episode, I think, is so good in particular because the plot's great, despite what you say. The acting is great. <laughs> there are interesting sets and costumes. The character development and character interactions are great. It's just I do like the costumes. It's wonderful. I have that oh. note as well. I was like, ooh, sparkly belts. Can we have sparkly belts? Oh, can we talk about the costumes? <laughs> Costume corner. Yeah, I do like the sparkly belts. Um, come on. <laughs> when you become evil, naturally the first thing you do is okay. put on glitter. Obviously. Let me toss that out there. That how when they transported through and How did spot- their clothes change? Yeah. I In know. later series they don't. Yeah, all right. In disco they don't, because it doesn't yeah, make any I, sense. I think in Deep Space Nine they don't either. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's so great though, and I'm glad but, they do. But <laughs> like were they swapping bodies? Yes. No, I don't know. No. I'm making it. No, I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> One more costume note. Marlena's lingerie is amazing and I want to buy it. It is pretty cool. Although it's not very it's less revealing than her normal outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also like. <laughs> I Which think I kind of found hilarious. Like it's like <laughs> no, I think it's cool. great. Yeah, like what's sexy in that culture is to cover up. Which is well, so it's it's another it, like so if we were to define this parallel universe, like you said, as everything's just more brutish or brutal or like angry barbarian. or who knows what barbarian. Yeah, barbarian. They so, call it. They call it. That's barbarian. what they yeah, call it. Barbarian. I like that. Right. So that's what Spock says at the end, like civilization versus barbarians. Um, it only seems to apply to the men, right? Oh that, yeah. Well, right. there's only two women on the ship, which I am like, how does that work out? Because it was Marlena well, and Uhura. You didn't see any question. other women. 
it's it, a really good question of how Uhura would have risen to her post yeah, in that world. For right? real. Which is what I'm talking about in terms of this internal consistency. No, I understand. Like, like, that part I do, I do have a problem with that specific thing. Well, because she must have been pretty savage. Hello, at the end, or Uhura by herself disarms Marlena and, like, captures her. But like our, it's another our woman against her. That was very 60s, though. That was very... Sure. When she tried to attack Spock, she was terrible at it. When she did her Marlena, she was fine. And she was the only one in the 60s who could have attacked Marlena because it was a woman on a woman versus a man hitting yeah. a woman. Like, yes. they couldn't... Have, they needed Uhura there. But my point is, Uhura is a badass. Oh, so Uhura's amazing. She would have murdered what probably was another woman in her post. I am not Well, saying... that brings up another idea that none of them should be alive because they say, yeah assassination happens pretty much daily and it's the only way you move up in rank well so... in, in the in mere universe discovery a bunch of them are dead yeah and i mean that's the the trick of this trope like you can't have the same group of people there because yeah. a lot of them would have died disco addresses that yeah i don't think they'd maybe thought it through as much nor of did they think they this did. was going to be like a yeah a like thing. a the, the genesis of thing. a weird yeah weird trope yeah I mean, but yeah back you know to your that? point abby yeah sorry that's why it's not kind of as fleshed out here is because they haven't really thought it through. They're just like, hey, you know, it'd be cool if there was an evil version of everybody. Wouldn't that be awesome? And they're right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for cool. Spock, who is the same. And that's why he's my favorite. Spock. So I think I think my he's take on the episode evil. and I wrote a note that. Um, no, he's logical. He's completely I, logical. That I think oh, about halfway through this episode, I was about as bored with this episode as Spock was. <gasps> but, like Spock what? was standing there, Why and you could you? tell you could tell on Spock's face, like he'd already caught the people, and he's like, "Well, that was easy. Like, I, I don't know what we do. Like, <laughs> he's just kind of standing oh, around and looking bored." You are bored. a bad person. You. No offense. <laughs> no like spock's job was super easy and when they get back they even have to have that end conversation about like it took us a long time to do things how did you solve things so quick and he's like oh yeah they were dumb so i tossed them in a cell like <laughs> that's because spock is the greatest yeah spock okay. solved that problem so quick okay i had that question for you guys though so like would you i think i preferred only seeing really the mirror universe but do you guys think that was the right choice? Do you think it would have been better to go back and forth between Prime and the Mirror? Or would you, or did no. you like it the way it was? Or what? I like the way it was. I think all we needed to see was that moment. Because it yep. kind of summarized everything. Because I think the Prime story would have been pretty boring. No, I agree. <laughs> I... I... But I would like to see a sequel of what happens in the Mirror Universe after the episode ends. They send him back and then, you know, everything is as it was, right? No, no, no. because doesn't Spock um, totally Deep murders Space Kirk. Nine and TNG talk about that? How, like, um, like, the course of events is drastically altered by that. Yeah, I think they do talk about it later. Oh, that is right. In later That's right. yeah. So I want to know how, like, how that all goes down. Because I think, I think really Mirror Spock totally like does what basically yeah, Kirk says. Yeah, Prime Kirk says. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this is a good plan. So I I think that's what happens in the Mirror Universe, and and I mean even in the Mirror Universe when they when Kirk and Spock have that conversation. Kirk's like, is this sustainable? And Spock's like, no, not really. <laughs> and Kirk's like, maybe you should do something about that. And Spock's like. I guess I could. Oh, yeah, they had that, <laughs> like, that conversation about, like, yeah, this civilization is definitely going to fall in, like, 240 years. So he tosses out a number. Yeah. Like, yeah. A number, but, and it's like, what? <laughs> 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 I 
What kind of crazy math are you doing at a societal level? It, it speaks very much to like the foundation novels, Asimov's foundation novels. Um, if yeah. you read those, Harry Seldon. So, um, yeah, it's, it speaks very much to that idea of like you could predict these large scale events at yeah. a societal level, which is very classic golden age sci-fi. Um, I mean, this is drawing on those ideas, but it's still weird. Um, Can we ask a question? Um, how does one get to the mirror universe? Because if we like listed all the ways in all the series, I don't think yeah. it actually makes sense. No, it doesn't. None of it does. It's science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Abby's leaning hard on me. It's science fiction. That's, yes, <laughs> that's the answer. That is my I mean, answer for most things. I just like it. I enjoy it. I'm okay with it. I don't have to overthink about it. The deeper question. So they didn't really... How did they get back, right? Getting there, you could say, well, they beamed up and there was an ion storm. And they they say that, like, our teams beamed up at the exact same moment. Um, well, we because... have to presume that Spock also beamed the other team over at the exact same moment. How would he know? Right? How would our know. Spock know when to do it? He just knew. <laughs> he just, like, because he doesn't have free will in his universe. <laughs> no, I don't think they... I think the the argument in the episode for getting back was the, you know, prime universe folk figured out how to get back and because the universe abhors a vacuum basically they automatically <laughs> kind of switched back with their counterparts because you can't have th- two of the same in this like like well, i don't know that's how i kind of understood it yeah it kind of makes sense but i mean in a really weird way but none of this makes sense so it doesn't matter like <laughs> well on the other hand one of my favorite shots in all of tmns uh t sorry tmj uh, Oh my gosh. What TOS. series are we watching? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are we watching? Is uh, when the Enterprise like switches directions to show the new universe and it that does was like, pretty swapping cool. back that. and forth. I, I wrote down a question. Great. You know, so the Mirror Universe Enterprise was orbiting clockwise instead of counterclockwise. Is that really what that was implying? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so there's fundamental changes of that sort in this universe too. Sure. Uh-huh. I mean, that's not fundamental, it's- but. Come on, the ship's going in a different direction, therefore it's a different universe. It was just a visual signifier that things are different. Things are crazy. Something's happening. But it's cool. Yes. Yeah, I think maybe part of it is that they don't... And again, this is... This is Paul hating... This is the 60s, right? <laughs> Paul, you're the worst. He didn't think through these, but, but I think some of the later iterations of this that do it successfully, say, this universe is different in this one way. This one thing makes it different. Um, and then that's a very clean... It's, it's an easier suspension of disbelief to make than, oh yeah, all the people here are evil, and for some reason they all still exist and do more or less the same things you do on a daily basis is, is except evil. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with this. I see <laughs> nothing but, but entertainment and joy. Yeah, I, w- I would love for them to have said, like, yeah, this singular event or something like that is what made this universe different. Or, um, yeah, I, th- like I want to say it's established it's more later. I think it's Hitler winning well, again, World and, War II. And, well, That's but that doesn't matter in TOS. That doesn't affect TOS. I was yeah, wondering if maybe, though, that's what they were thinking all along, if it wasn't written down somewhere. Uh, I doubt that this singular writer that wrote this one write all the TOS episodes are, are essentially, again, short stories, good short stories. Um, yeah, it's an anthology but, series more than anything. Yeah, and I to mean, some large degree, this is no exception that, again, it's a good short story. It's just that when you try to dig too deep into the plot, it's not a good long story. It's a good short story. Right. 
I like the opening a lot, though. I think that's one of the things that makes Star Trek so beautiful, and it's like Star Trek at its best, when uh, the interaction between, what are they called? The Hulkins, and is it the Hulkins? The Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> no, the Hulkins and Kirk, and he talks about how they could force the crystals from him, and he says, but we won't consider that. Yeah, I mean, that's such a... He says it in such a cheesy way. I get it. I love I love I the like interaction. He says so it in much. such a cheesy way. <laughs> he like leans against his knee and he's like, but I won't. <laughs> Think You're about so it. So hot. Think about that. He is but such it's so a babe. It's like I'll be back tomorrow if you thought about it and realized that I'm a nice guy. <laughs> like I date him. I'm, I'm, is is dilithium a, a a limited resource? Is that yes. the idea? Like they put it in their dilithium chambers and then it gets used up. I think sure. so. Or do they just have to recharge it sometimes? They sometimes they talk need about more recharging dilithium. or like, do they actually replace the active crystals? Like how long do they last? Are they like uranium rods in a reactor? Like unclear. That, None of that's clear. Yeah. <laughs> Are, and You're is dilithium only on questions. certain planets? Is dilithium? incapable of being synthesized it must be um, well they mine it throughout the whole all the series so it has yeah. to be only it can't be synthesized or that would like present so many plot holes it doesn't even make sense yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry that that's a whole, a whole different question but um what are the prime orders i talk about that and was like tossing in as like a prime directive, but he says you disobeyed the prime orders. Oh, I don't know. Taking over stuff, being awful in the universe, or was the prime orders of just the chain of command what he had been ordered it could to be. do? Oh, uh, it may be it. chain of command. I bet that's chain of command more than anything. <sighs> so much in this episode that's amazing. <laughs> so what? What else do you like? All of it? Spock. I like Spock. The Wait, end. I already said that Spock is the best in this. Yes, because he is. Spock is not the problem. Spock is He's okay. the thing. You asked what I liked about the episode. The and answer right is always you. Spock. I'm right there with you. Like, Spock, is, Spock is amazing I like in this Spock episode. I like Spock, too. But he has Bones. no nonsense. Bones is okay, not Chelsea, in this episode. Seriously, not in what does he do in this episode? Besides complaining. At the end, he risks his own life being stuck in the mirror universe forever to save a Spock that he doesn't even know. Wait, yeah, but what? that's the only thing he does. <laughs> and then it's his sure. one action in, at the, the, in end, the episode. At the end, Paul, Paul. For, does he even have lines? Episode? Yeah, I like did two. watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's blocked it out already. <laughs> Bones does that, and that is just bone. And then Spock basically assaults him, and he's just like, "Oh, okay, I'm just gonna uphold the Hippocratic oath. You do what you want. I'm just gonna hang out here." It's oh, I so thought you were talking about okay, yeah, in the med bay. I was thought you were talking about in the teleporter room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it, got it. I'm on the same page. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's being a doctor, right? No, he's being Bones. The doctor. he's being a doctor. Bones the doctor. Sure, Charles. <laughs> oh, by the way, what kind of crazy weapon did was it Marlena? Yeah, Marlena. Oh, the thing that makes people disappear. Yeah, <gasps> so cool. And it's just a single button. Yeah, but she could like aim it with her mind. Focus. I guess. On, well, she <laughs> like, would fo- she would focus the screen on like a specific person and then push the button. And somehow, like, and they yeah. would disappear, and it was kind of awesome. So there's like cameras in the wall that you could see panning towards you, and then when it stops, <laughs> you better watch out because yep, you're basically. about to get disintegrated. Apparently, 
It was well, that's what I cool. like. Oh, you asked what we liked. I like the barbarism. How it's like not just one or two or three or four or five things. It's like twenty things, and that's one of them, right? Yeah. I mean, again, that that people should be dying left and right. That like they're not they afraid to kill people. That's I mean, fine. They, they kind of do, but there's like annihilating the Hulkins, the Agonizer. What else? Oh, evil Sulu. Oh, evil Sulu is the worst. So, like, the yeah, Sulu coercing Yuhara, Chekhov and the assassination, the sick bay is a torture chamber, Ugh, uh, the so agony booth. Well, but there's, like, again, all this sort of things happen. It's like, McCoy went into med bay. He did have one other line. Um, <laughs> and he's <laughs> and like, oh, this beautiful. table. I spilled acid on this table, like, six months ago, and here's the exact same stain. So it's like, oh, these universes are similar enough that, a thing he was doing in Med Bay is the exact same thing his doppelganger was doing in the Mirror yeah, Universe. They overlap. Yeah, but that makes yeah. sense. But that makes no sense whatsoever. Sure, it does. It Just don't does. think about it that hard. Does nobody die in this episode? Wait, did some no, of the, the red, red shirts. shirts That's die. right. The red shirts do. Okay. Yeah, there are the red shirts that die. So they no longer have doppelgangers. Nope, they yeah. don't. Not anymore. And if one of them was supposed to have kids in Prime Universe. Right, it branches off in a way that, like, oh, yeah, not, it's crazy. not everybody has a doppelganger. No, presumably those same red shirts died in regular TUS, just in another way. Lord <laughs> right, knows so enough of them die. Again, but then true. you're pushing against the, like, they don't have free will in the slightest. They have to die because then they're maybe doppelgangers. that's what it's implying. Or I mean, it's it connected. It kind of implies that there's no free will. The whole series does, based on, like, the idea that, like, some aliens, like, went out and spawned all these humanoids all over the galaxy. Sure, that's T- TNG much, much later. But, but, but it's not a lack of free will. That's just saying that, like, ancient aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's not implying free will. This is this is implying, like, time travel type stuff. Um, in that things are linked, things are, are um, linked across universes in a way that is entangled. Yeah. Maybe is, it is. Maybe that's theory. why these that's two a universes theory, are... Right? That's a Maybe. science-y theory, entanglement theory. That's a thing, right? Well, that's not a theory. It's a, a, th- a way particles can be. Whatever. <laughs> sure. Science. <laughs> Whatever. I agree. Science it. They do toss around some scientific words here. They also use hypothesis wrong. Um, <laughs> Kirk, Kirk sits down and says, hey, computer. And computer's like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, correlate following hypotheses. That was, that <laughs> was, was like, there was, was like, so much I didn't stuff. catch that. Oh, it's like, that's, that's the worst <laughs> jargony. <That> like, <laughs> that's a, but then he sits down and he like asks a whole bunch of questions. There was so he, much about that conversation with the computer where I was like, I don't know that that's how that works. And it's like, he's asking the computer questions like, could a cantaloupe be bigger than a pumpkin? And the computer is like, affirmative. <laughs> like, those are the type of questions he's asking. That like, he's just saying, is it possible that this could happen in the universe? And the computer's like, yes, obviously. <laughs> These are not hypotheses. Oh. Awaiting hypotheses. Oh. Okay. Did you can guys, we... all right, to go back to a little bit of, other things in the episode that don't really have to do with the parallel universe, um, but with the people. Um, so how much did you guys love Marlena? Because I might oh. want to be her. <laughs> I loved her a lot. I love how the mirror universe is not only more violent, but also a lot more sexual. I just love that she was like, you know what? I will do what I have to do and I will do what I can do because this is what I want and I will be like what I want to be the end. Like I friggin' loved her. And then Kirk was kind of like vague-ish feminism where he was like, you can be whatever you want to be and you should be whatever you want to be. And I was like, 
Yeah, yes. Kirk. Good for you to kind of acknowledge that that's a thing. I mean, but. she's got the power to kill everybody. She could be captain. It's true. <laughs> but right. she's, gotta she's also your way using up. her sexuality to get the thing she wants. And that's yeah. the one kind of crappy thing. I don't know. that. that no, I disagree with that that's crappy. I disagree completely. Because uh. I think that is, no, that is internalized patriarchy where, you know what? You can use whatever the hell you want to get what you want. And if it that's seems one of the like tools you have, that's, not what that's I mean. one of the tools no, no, no. you have. And what I mean is it seems like that's the only option available to women in this universe. Well, but how did Uhura get to communications? Like, we don't know that it, it could have been the same thing. Yeah, it we could have been, but we don't know. And I think... I think Marlena is not victimized in this in in most ways, like which is really odd. I feel like for Star Trek in a lot of ways for TOS, but I kind of felt like she kind of took control of her own sexuality and used it the way she wanted to use it, which I thought was pretty damn good for 1968 or whatever this was. I think that's one read of it. I read it as the whole situation being tainted by evil. Like it's the it's the mirror universe. Everything's bad in it. And so that is should be read as a bad thing. I think it's supposed to be read as a bad thing, but I think you can also kind of take it as, you know what? Like our own current, you know, prime universe, if we want to call this the prime universe, you know, the way they demonize women's sexuality currently and in this universe at least you know it doesn't seem like they demonize it i I mean it's not great to be a woman in that universe obviously but also i don't kind of feel like they're shamed for it either like i I don't know that's kind of i mean it's not great and it's you know still sucks but it sucks in a different way Yay! And that concludes our weekly episode on feminism. Me and yeah. I'm just saying I like Marlena. I kinda wanna be her. I do really like Marlena a lot too. <laughs> what about so let's think about a character in TOS that we hate. Um I mean Khan comes to mind, but um Oh I love Khan though. Okay, so uh, that you is love evil. To sorry. Hate Khan. I, I I love Khan, but that is evil. Okay, um, like a bad. Actually, maybe Khan, Khan, probably Khan Nuna Singh is probably the best pull. Is Khan evil in this mirror universe? <gasps> maybe he's good in the mirror universe. Like, is that the <gasps> idea? Because there are tro- ways that this trope gets played where, like, the evil people are good and the good oh, people so are evil. So he could be, like, leading a rebellion against the Terran Empire. <gasps> that would be right? awesome. Right, so, like, is that the idea? And then yes. it's... Oh, that's so much worse. I mean, it's so I don't know. I don't know that we know enough about the mirror universe to judge that, but it would be cool. Again, if we're building this, again, this is this, if we're building this trope, if we're building the science fiction to be as good as it could be, uh, which is which is more consistent, which is better? I think it's better to have the evil people be good and the good people be evil. I, I think, think that's it more interesting. Makes good stories. I think well, that's okay, more interesting. Again, maybe that's the trick, right? It makes good singular bottle episode stories if you say okay let's look at this one slice and like okay george washington is now evil or whatever but when you start to then trace that backwards or forwards away from that singular short story the entirety of the universe falls apart Ugh, abigail no, he's it doing it again it's <laughs> i know he's treating it like or if you say real. like Noon <laughs> and sing instead of the 90s fighting in like the um oh, what were they called eugenics wars eugenic wars um, that he was like building houses for the poor or something, <laughs> like that he was doing just whatever good things he could do. No, like, stop it, Paul! Stop it! <laughs> wait, you guys said that that's the thing that you wanted Khan to be doing. That yes. doing no. good things. 
I but agree. that's what starts to fall apart when you're talking about it. It's not that like Khan is in a superposition of power and is good. It's like he, from his birth, was doing good things, um, and maybe didn't become the leader of an army that tried to wipe out humanity. Lame. Yeah. I don't, I fail to see the issues in this because then you just, it, it kind of goes to the new Star Wars movie timeline where it's an alternate universe, so different things happen. Star Trek. Like, Sorry, I, you got me thinking about Star Wars. Oh, you Star Trek. Star yeah, Star, would I say ah! Star, oh my gosh. What am I talking about? Seriously, what is going it's on? Episode 7 is in an alternate timeline. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might that be tracks. better you that heard way. It her, you heard it here first, but yeah. that tracks. Uh, no, but I, but I mean, you know, I mean, if you were to say, you know, create a new series or write more in the mirror universe. I mean, then yeah, things are going to be different. It's going to affect the timeline because it's going to be a different timeline because it's a different universe. So you could really write a completely different series based on this timeline versus the series that we know and love. Like it, it just, you can go a lot of places with it. It doesn't have to be, of course it would affect things in that timeline. Of course it would. And that is a whole new set of stories you can look at. Like, I don't see the, I don't see your problem. <laughs> I don't my understand problem, I guess my problem is, problem. I, I, maybe my problem, I'll try to, to, if I could take one more swing at it and then we should <laughs> stop talking about my problem and talk about the episode. But um, I think you need that core of an idea to say, this is what, this is where it shifted. This is where things are different. This is why they're different. And this is, the ways that they've started diverging. Um, there's uh, there's a board game, card game, uh, Chrononauts. Do you ever play Chrononauts? No. Okay, maybe. it's a good card game. Do you game. have it? What's that? Do you have it? Yes. Maybe I so, it. Maybe it sounds familiar. But, like, you go back and you're time traveling and you're changing things in the past and then, like, things change in the future. But, like, um, you do things and then weird things later don't happen or all of that. And I think those are interesting stories in the long story if you start to say yes this is the date that things changed and now like um small differences start to magnify across time into large differences and wow now the universe 20 years later is like substantially different but when you say yes. this is the evil universe and it's just always been the evil universe then like those cascading errors have been happening since egypt it's before that long before that um and to think that our society would look anything remotely like this society um, is just so much of a reach, I think. So again, it goes to that point that they maybe retcon later that if that's closer in time or if they could point to something and say, this is where it changed, that starts to ease that, that suspension of disbelief. Okay, okay. So to go what other things do you have to talk about? Yeah, talk about other things. My, let's go completely out of, let's pretend that Paul doesn't hate mirror universes. I'm, I'm on um, board. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's pretend. Um, if you could go to a parallel universe, would you go? Oh my gosh, I was going to ask the same question. <laughs> and would you meet your counterpart if you could? Yes, if it, or what would they be like? What would, what would be the differences? What would happen? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Boy, I... Boy, I feel like it would be very Spock-like, where <laughs> just be like, this is really boring, isn't it? And then be like, yeah, <laughs> this is, I guess I'm the slightly more bored version of me. Like, no. no. I know. I don't know. I don't know what would... No, yeah. you and I would be working for, like, the evil universities of the Terran Empire. We'd be working on, like, <laughs> not music theory. You'd be working for for-profit But why would you have gone into music <laughs> theory if you were evil? No, because music theory would be, like, how to torture people with music. Isn't that music <laughs> theory? 
I love you, Chelsea. Uh, again, so, I love you. <laughs> you little I, shit. <laughs> I guess the, I guess the, the, maybe the suspension is that if you say this universe was just created 10 minutes ago by them traveling to it, and that's where the divide happened, and they split their own universe into just an opposite evil, then that works too, right? Because you say, well, everything's the same because it's only new 10 minutes ago, right? So you would be working in a university, but now it's an evil university. <laughs> I didn't that understand also solves that at the problem. all, but I like the idea of working in an evil university. <laughs> I went to evil medical school. Yes, and everything's just like a university. Evil law school, evil business schools. Wait, that's just business that's school. That's just business school. <laughs> but still, they're all evil. And like science, the science classrooms are all about like torturing people and like weapons and developing weapons. Engineering's all about all these horrible things. Oh, it'd be great. I'd be an evil theorist. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have evil Chewy the dog. Maybe the fact that you want that to happen, you'd, you'd meet a good version of yourself, though. What if that happened? Because that's the risk. Oh, shoot. I forgot I'm a Slytherin. Oh, oh no. Is that Gryffindor, Chelsea, on the other side? Chelsea. Oh, my God. You might be a Gryffindor in the other universe. What does that make you up, Miguel? You're a Hufflepuff, then. Oh, God. Oh, God. Can you imagine a touchy-feely Abigail? <laughs> I like it more. Let's have her. Hey. <laughs> I take offense to that. Oh, no one likes this conversation anymore. I started this and I don't like where it's gone. <laughs> so what what else goes on in this episode we want to talk about? Um besides cliches and the who the villain is. Both oh, yeah. of which I want to talk about. I Do you want to try to start that conversation? Because I have no idea what the villain is here. Well, and, and that's and, what I was And it can't say. be abstract. It can't be like fear. Well, is the <laughs> this villain isn't a Miyazaki here movie. like culture? Is it time travel? Is it ourselves and our capacity for evil? I think it's probably ourselves and our capacity for evil. Or is the villain something stupid like transporters? <laughs> no, it's got to be something that could punch Ion you. Ion storms. Right? It's got to be something that could punch you. That's, I think that's it's evil ourselves. is the evil version of ourselves. I think, it's I think the, that's the enemy. I think it's the mirror, all the people in the mirror universe, yeah, right? It's, it's the, the evil universe. version of yourself. And I think Spock showed pretty handily that they're not very good at their jobs. No, they're not. <laughs> Also, Spock is the best. Spock is so good in this episode. Yeah, he's so good. He's fine. Let's 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 just... talk about how this transporter. Let's talk about how this played out because you said you know we didn't see it. They teleport up, and Kirk's like, "Oh right, they said no. Let's torch the place." Spock's like, "That doesn't sound right." And Kirk's like, "Why aren't you torching the place? Because I told you to. I'm the captain." Spock's like, "Restrain him." <laughs> <laughs> and then a bunch of people do, and they fight for a while, and then he throws them in a closet, <laughs> and With they yell at him. Force field. Yeah, like problem solved. Spock solved it. <laughs> These people are not good at their job. Can we just talk about how some of the great spot quotes in this episode, like yes, the, <laughs> I shall not permit your aberrations to jeopardize my position. <laughs> like, that is so good. I also enjoy that my operatives would avenge my death, and some of them are Vulcans. <laughs> All right, but and we Dr. Talk? Dr. McCoy has a plentitude of human weaknesses, and I'm just like, good thing to know some things don't change even in a parallel universe. <laughs> But the best line is the last line, I think we can all agree, which is bones. I'm not sure, but I think we've been insulted. I'm sure. 
Yeah, I did like that too. <laughs> that wasn't the last line of the episode, but that is a very good. Like, it should have been. It should have been the last line. Oh, of was the it episode. not? No, it's not. It's after. That's because that's before um, Prime Marlena comes out and like. Oh, has Kirk that's right. Mm, no. So stuff happens after, but it should have been the end of the episode. So <laughs> okay, so I have a question. I'm looking at the list of villains we have so far. What do the spores look like in this universe? What are the spore plants? <gasps> They're evil they make spores. you miserable. <laughs> yeah. They just make you sad. They oh, make you bummer. really depressed. Oh, let's not talk about the spore. <laughs> <laughs> How about Landrew though? Landrew is actually good. <laughs> he actually like. Isn't Landrew ostensibly things? trying to be good? I think Landrew's neutral, if nothing. Like Landrew's not good or evil. Andrew's Landrew's the same. He's doing Landry bad. He's wait, doing dumb wait, things. Wait, you guys, the good don't become bad in this universe because the Calkins, whatever they are, they're the, oh, the same. Hulkins. The, the, the Hulkins. Hulkins. <laughs> the Macaulay Hulkins. <laughs> Shut up. The Hulkins are the same. Yeah, that's a good point. The Hulkins are the same. That's true. So, well, so I, on our list, we have Kirk 2 from The Enemy Within, which, again, when we watched that one, I so accidentally started watching the, this one. So it's about on par with Kirk 2. So here's the question. We got Kirk 2 from The Enemy Within. We got Evil Kirk from The Mirror Universe. They get into a fight. Who wins that fight? I think that's how we got to do this one. I think I think Kirk from the other episode would win because I think this Kirk is really ineffectual without his, like, magic machine. Yeah, he's a bureaucrat. Yeah. I think he's, he's not good. Okay. He's part of the system, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss around some bribes. I'm gonna torture, kill some people, but like, he needs that system, right? Whereas Kirk too was just like, yeah, I'll just grab an. He's just pure it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's true. I'll go. Tell me, what do you think? I mean, I'm on par with that. I have. So we're saying that Mirror Kirk is is, boy, could he have beaten Landrew? Mm, ooh, Maybe. I don't think he could. No, I don't think. He, although, no, you yeah, know what? I think he he could have because you know how Kirk, Prime Kirk, beat Landrew was out talking him. And if if Mirror Kirk is a bureaucrat, a really good one, he could oh, also out talk Landrew. I was gonna say that he'd just do it like he did in this one to the to Macaulay Hawkins is uh, just blow up, up blow up Landrew from space, right? <laughs> so I think he's got. Landrew and Gideon from the market Gideon. I have Gideon question mark. I don't think that's his name, but um, <laughs> he would also just hit him from space. So I think he's, I think that's where it is. He's below Kirk too, but he's above Landrew. All right, yeah, I'd give it that. Yep. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm cool. good with it too. Oh, you know what I did really like? Two things that episode tidbits that I learned. Thanks memory alpha that I really liked. So the music for the Mirror Universe is an adaptation of the Romulan music from oh, Mouth yeah. of Terror. I wanted to I talk really, about that. I really, really nice. enjoyed that. Nice. I thought that was a nice touch. Yes. Also, George Decay is the only character to wear all three uniform colors throughout the series. Because in this episode, he wears... Oh, he's wearing he, red. He's wearing red, and he usually wears gold. Mm -hmm. And then in one of the early episodes, he's wearing blue. Wow. So he wears all three colors, which I thought was super cool. Costume corner continued. <laughs> and he's the only wow. Even like, you know, reoccurring extras. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. He's the only one. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool. And this, yeah, this is the episode that rounds him out. So, I thought it was awesome. I just thought it was a weird kind of fun little tidbit. Thanks well, to share. I have another very short <laughs> thing to add, which is remember how we were talking about the PTSD of Kirk when he loses his brother and such? Sure. Can you imagine how much PTSD he has to get from this, knowing that he or his counterpart murdered like thousands and thousands of people? Well, but that wasn't him. Yeah, though. but it wasn't him. 
Right? It's the same. Yeah. I still think him. it weighs on him. I don't think it does. Wait, um, it's he saying shuts this is off the, things the, I w- the list of his deeds pretty darn fast. I think he's pretty upset to hear him. No, I think he is upset because I, because I think he's kind of looking at that kind of like he looked at the um, the other episode where he's, you know, terrible part of himself. I think he's kind of reliving, you know, Kirk too, where he's kind of looking at, oh, yeah, like I can be terrible. Like I, I could I have the potential to be awful, but it's, you know, it's my choices that make me not awful. And that's the good thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think he's got any guilt from this one. No. Well, certainly not next episode because we all know that things don't matter week to week. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Nothing matters. No choice that they make now matters next week. <laughs> I agree. So does anyone have anything else? Because I'm really excited about bingo. <laughs> I'm betting we have bingo. I think I'm we have bingo too. And I have a whole bunch. I wrote down the cliches, Abigail, for once. Okay, well, well we got to let Abby run them off. So she's got to ask questions if she needs to. I but. don't. I don't have any clarifiers this time. All right. Well, do we get it or not? Uh, we super didn't. Super did what? not. Okay. Oh. All right. Can, do, read me your bingos because I might argue with you on some of them. Yeah. No, it's just I'm probably, gonna read it's probably a bad Here's the ones we got. We, we did have an I'm a doctor, not, yeah, a, not an a engineer in this engineer. case. Um, Kirk does make out with someone because, of course, he does. Yep. Uh, there is a recurring actor in a same or different role. Kyle is there. He hangs out. He yeah. does stuff. Um, Spock says fascinating. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, no, there's... Nope. There's a captain's log entry. Yeah, but that's not on this sheet. Okay. Yeah, we got Phasers a bad Phasers are on stun. That's not on the sheet. Abigail, <laughs> you picked the worst bingo card ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I a do them at dies. random. I'm just going to say I do them at random. A red shirt dies. Is that not on the sheet? It's not on the sheet. There's a transporter malfunction. We don't have transporter malfunction as one of the choices. Is um well, the, a is random the team aside. trapped? I mean, mm, I, I thought they're the team not was a, trapped. Because mm, they're not trapped says, on a planet, but they're trapped. They're still trapped. Yeah, I mean, you could argue. It doesn't give you bingo, but we could argue for that if you want. I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I can add it to the, the sheet, but add it doesn't it change sheet. bingo. Add a transporter malfunction, and can you add a mind meld? No, because those it isn't. Those aren't options on the sheet, man. The way team <laughs> no, see, trapped when, on when planet is there. When you go to bingo, there. when they read five numbers, and you say, "Hold on, I'd like you to give me the card that has those five numbers in a row." Please. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. That doesn't. <laughs> that's how bingo it's works. Not the game. It is in my near world. <laughs> well, this is the prime universe, and that's not how we work. Oh, you guys man. are the worst. No offense. So a quick aside, speaking of red shirts, uh, are the only is does Marlena kill the only people that die? Ooh, she might. Yeah, I think she does. That's an interesting think... spin on it too, then, right? That like yeah, you're saying right. all of these are barbarians, but like none of them are effective killers except yeah. for her. Well, I yeah. mean, Chekhov would have killed. Well, would have, I mean, but, but it's terrible but he at it. He wasn't good at so, it. Like, no one <laughs> was good I, at I, it. It would have happened Marlena. if there hadn't been someone working for Kirk. He would have killed him. Uh, he was. He, I don't know. I don't think he would have. If espionage hadn't been involved, he would have succeeded. I don't know. I don't know that that's if true. If he wanted to succeed, he would have just shot him in the turbo lift, right? Right. I would have. That's what I would have done. Also, I think it's a great. Um, it was Turbo Lift 7, which is a great just small set piece that, like, they're not calling them Turbo Lift 1 and 2. Like, they jump to higher numbers to imply that there's many, More of them. Which is a great set. Many of them. It is pretty know. good. Yeah, that was pretty good. But, yeah, they but, walked yeah. out of Turbo Lift 7. 
Yeah, reason number 900 that Marlena is awesome, and I want to be her when I grow up. She <laughs> gives what, two red shirts? Yeah, she does. At least. It's awesome. She thinks but, about killing Spock, but she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, she hovers over that button a few times. <laughs> I wouldn't kill Spock either. Yep. yep. It's time again to draw next week's episode, or two weeks from Correlate now. Correlate that hypothesis, Abby. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> Ooh, you guys. We're oh, going to season three. Oh, no. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to Is There in Truth No Beauty? Mm. That is right. Lovely telepath Miranda is an aide to Ambassador Kolos in a box oh, to no. stop insanity when humans see Medusans. She rejects Larry, a designer of the Enterprise, and senses murderous intent nearby. That's next time. Is there in truth no beauty? Season three, episode five. Oh yeah, and it's it, we're gonna it's <laughs> Diana Maltauer. <laughs> yeah, I think it's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one isn't terrible. <laughs> I like her our, our lukewarm reception all around. <laughs> this one's weird. Yeah, I, I remember this one being super weird. I do. So it's, it'll be it'll okay. be great. Well, It'll be... I mean, join us. It's going to be delightful. I mean, the weird ones are always the fun ones. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but this yeah. is um yeah, it's one of the few char- one of the few uh, actresses uh, or actors who are in multiple TOS. Uh, I'm sorry, multiple Trek series as different characters. Diana Maldauer being um, the Doctor. Um, Wow, I hate her. Um, what is her name? Um, Dr. Oh, Pulaski. 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 In uh, season two of TNG. Yeah. Um, but then she's also a character here. I can't yeah, remember that character's name. But... Like Chapel. Yeah. Nurse Chapel does that too. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Uh, so that's it for us this week. And you guys can, don't forget to follow us on social media at, at Beam3 on Twitter and 3BeamUp on Instagram and find our Facebook page and like us and talk to us there. Say hi. When you stop by, we will say hi back, probably. But yes, come say hi, and uh, we'll see you next time.